Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing four weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse Code and Crown, as well as four event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals, Dumb Scum and Villainy, The Mythos Mysteries, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please... Join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch dice today welcome back my kindred to blood and syrup a vampire the masquerade live play podcast i am sylvania dracul your host through this world of darkness the coterie faced the immediate aftermath of the massacre 
a traumatized Evangeline began to realize the true horror of her reality. Doris seemed to be relatively unfazed despite her newly missing arm, and Val began the long work of cleaning up, handing over a still unconscious Everett to the DeSanti EMS. How will the Coterie answer for the murder of a clan leader? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Our coterie is divided, as it often is, uh, as uh, two of you go to the hospital and two of you go home. Um, Val, you actually have have the option. Um, you can uh, go to the hospital with uh, Doris and Everett, um, but uh, you did leave a message like two days ago <laughs> saying you wouldn't be home uh, and uh, – you know, you, you you trust your son, but do you trust him two days worth of son <laughs> trust is a is a question mm-hmm. I kinda leave to you. So do you go home or do you go to the hospital? Um well I think going home would not be the issue. I think she would text her son when there was a moment, like a, a downtime moment in the in the madness. She would text mm-hmm. him and just say, How's the job? Mm-hmm. And that would be her shoot off into the night. <laughs> and then she would actually be concerned about Evangeline, who does not have a car. Okay. So you're going to give Evangeline a ride home? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, if that's right. what she wants. Or take her to the hospital or whatever. It's kind of, she just wants to be helpful. Uh, Evangeline, I feel like you're you're probably wanting to go home at this point. Yeah? Evangeline, I think she she would go wherever she was directed to go at this point. Then I think maybe taking Evangeline with Val to the hospital and they can all go enjoy yeah. some hospital blood time. Ain't no split parties here. Well, uh, fuck my intro then. Um, <laughs> you all go uh, Look, back. Look, you're still divided in mind. That is sure. true. And divided in mind, some into limbs uh, and, and hearts and bodies. But, to be uh, fair, no. I think we're in separate vehicles because Everett and Doris went in the ambulance and Val and Evangeline just took the police cruiser. And you yes. know what happened last time we all took separate vehicles? <laughs> that turned out great. Look, that's just a blood and syrup theme. If we, you know, if bad things didn't happen when you all took a different car, would we even be playing this fucking game? Um, great. So, um, all right. So that's fun. So you guys head outside uh, to uh, to get a ride to take uh, Evangeline to the hospital um, Doris, uh, after uh, comforting Troy and uh, him kind of vaguely recovering, um, uh, Barty was yelling at him just like to, to get back to work. It's a it's a dynamic you don't see very often because you're usually asleep when it happens. But there's like a whole separate sheriff's department. There's a whole dynamic. There's like politics. There's, you, you, you know, like probably romances um, between these weird ghoul sheriffs. Um, but, but literally to like, it's just, you know, it's, it's kind of like not realizing that people like that there are trash collectors in the world that you're just like, Oh, I put my garbage outside and then magically it's gone. Everything's great. Um, so it's a weird dynamic. Um, it's not toxic by any stretch, but, um, to someone else watching, you'd probably notice that like Troy isn't great at this. Like he's good at the phones. He's good at the cats. Um, but in part because of how um, kind of uh, linked to you he is, mm-hmm. 
he's really efficient when you're around. But as we discovered when he, you know, like dragged Everett out of a coffin, gave him a gun and was just like panic screamed in his face and shoved him through a door. Uh, maybe not the best cop. Um, as evidenced by him, like stepping directly through one of the, uh, you know, the dead witches and then like realizing it and having a full like, you know, Barney Fife moment, like checking his shoe and being like, oh, God, and, like trying to get out <laughs> of the way. And weirdly, Barty, on the other hand, uh, actually seems kind of capable in this this scenario now that it's like his show to run um, and there's no direct supernatural events occurring. <laughs> he's kind of in his element. Um, he's um, he's kind of barking orders. No one is actively acknowledging that he's not wearing pants. They seem to have just like, he just is one of those authority figures that weirdly, like he's telling people what they need to do and no one really wants to think right now. So they're all just kind of swarming and doing it. Um, So you get kind of an apologetic um, uh, wave uh, from Troy who mouths at you. um, The cats are fine. Uh, And then he he kind of goes back to, um, to to ruining crime scenes. Um, (laughs) And uh, you've got, uh, you've got a couple ambulances to choose from. But as we've established, you don't fucking love getting into vehicles. Um, so I'm curious. And also coming from a time where medicine was a lot of like, I don't know, it rained. So maybe your kidney is in your shoulder now. Um, you, need, you, you know you're injured. You know you need to, to seek medical care. What's that process look like for Doris? <laughs> um, like... I think that she would ask if she could ride on top of the ambulance. Um, I almost did a spit take there. It was very painful, but I appreciate it. I'm sorry. No, I'm I not sorry. Um, she would ask <laughs> and be denied. Um, and I think she not seeing any other option to go. Like, I, I don't think she denies the fact that she needs to go to the hospital. <laughs> um and so if she couldn't ride on top of the ambulance, she would ride in the ambulance. Um, but she's probably asking, like, in while they're going on the way to the hospital, she's probably going to ask for, like, fun alternative medicine as well as what has to happen with her arm. Yep, I definitely want to see that scene. So um, you're, uh, you're sitting there with uh, a paramedic named uh, Sammy Spencer. Um, she is... Um, uh, she looks a bit like uh, Burnham from Star Trek Discovery, um, just like short cropped hair, uh, Sonequa Martin Green. Um, so like short cropped hair, uh, just kind of like um, sort of has uh, the look in her eye of just like efficiency. Like she just is one of those people who you look at uh, and you're like, oh, yeah, you're just like the person who gets the things done. Um, so, uh, you know, she's uh, in her paramedics gear. She's like. Um, dealing with the, I'm sure you've got a couple other people in the ambulance with you, um, who are injured kind of over the course of things. And, um, she's not doing a lot herself, but she's directing people very efficiently around you, which means of course that you recognize her as, uh, like Ilda Torre, uh, in this vehicle, uh, like clearly the most, um, physicianly of, of the, the people available. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no plague mask, which is concerning, but you know, you, you understand that fashion changes with the times. Um, so you go, um, and, uh, find yourself a seat, uh, next to Sammy. Um, by this point, your arm has been, um, bound up, um, mm-hmm. just like packed, um, with, with gauze and things, um, wouldn't do to have you leaking all over the car. Also, of course, blood's a tw- like a touchy thing around vampires in the best of times, even if it is, uh, other kindred's blood. Um, uh, Sammy is, uh, there's a lot of, um, uh, mortals, a lot of kind on these vehicles, largely because you're, you are literally coming into the day shift and like most vamps would just kind of 
be sleepy vampires right now, which is not really what you want from a medical professional. Um, but um, clearly, uh, Sammy looks like um, she's she's been around long enough in, in New Haven to kind of uh, know the score. So um, she's in the middle of kind of um, giving out directions. Your arm is now. Uh, would you have let them pack your your arm on ice, or would you have insisted on ho- holding on to it like a like a teddy bear? I think she would. Some teddy bear. I think she would hold on to her arm. Okay, amazing. So there's a there's a pack of ice um, uh, that's been like uh, medical taped. Mm-hmm. with gauze around the stump um so it's like you're holding a potted plant mm-hmm. um and uh yeah so you've got your arm and you make your way to the front of the ambulance and you sit down uh with with sammy who um having heard you ask both of the other drivers about the roof thing before finally acquiescing to riding in the back turns to you with a somewhat strained but professional thin smile um and uh just says um Ah, yes, uh, uh, Sheriff. Um, is it Francis Barbara or just Barbara, Sheriff? It's Francis Barbara. Wonderful. Um, uh, Deputy uh, Francis Barbara, um, can I assist Hello? you? Would you like us to actually put your, your arm in one of these many, many refrigerated containers that will preserve <laughs> it better than perhaps your hands? No, I prefer to uh, hold on to it for now, but thank you for the offer. Wonderful. Okay. Um, is there anything I can help you with? We're, we're a little bit busy here, as as you can see. And she's like gestures to the two other paramedics desperately kind of like looking to her for help. And her like, she's doing that awkward thing where every so often in the conversation, she has to just like point to where things are stored. Mm. Um, it's not great doing stuff in the back of a moving uh, ambulance. Also, you get the sense that a lot of people, as you found, uh, a lot of the mortals in New Haven aren't exactly the cream of the crop. Uh, they're kind of who could mm-hmm. be had for money and threat of liquidation. So yeah. Uh, uh, I just wanted to make sure that when we arrive at the hospital, uh, there's going to be plenty of maggots. Um, oh. Maggots. <laughs> yeah. For the dead flesh, you see. Uh, no, I understand. And we, we do keep a culture of, of maggots on hand. I, oh, good. And, and she just kind of looks down for a second. And you can tell she's like really struggling with how exactly to phrase this tactically. She said, um, but um, as I understand it, uh, wouldn't, I don't know that they'd know where to stop if we put them on um, uh, one of the kindred, you know? Oh, no, I messed for my arm. Y- yes, I did, too. They they might just eat all the flesh. As I understand it, your your flesh is necrotic, just held a... It's, it's a oh, little confusing, but... Um, that's just fascinating. Be, that yeah. would be an interesting experiment. <laughs> it would. I tell you what, we, we've got some... Bits now. If that's something uh, that the the sheriff's department would would like to look into, we could run that that experiment. I'm sorry. Are you suggesting running this on your own arm? What I mean, I don't see any other arms. Um, well, I'm sure that I could uh, I could make sure that they don't eat my entire arm. Perhaps I could ask them not to. Okay. And her eyes are just like slow and still like <laughs> And she's she's looking looking at you with utmost professional courtesy, but like you could like you could like bounce metal off of how tight her face is right now, just like mm-hmm. how just fucking aggressively professionally polite she's being. Um you get the sense it's it's part vexation. Uh, it probably didn't occur to any mortal living in this town that someone could speak to maggots. That's a bit concerning. 
Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely a, a flurry of of, uh, of concern going on uh, behind those eyes, but no concern of yours. Well, uh, I will if I can't do the maggots. Um, I just need to make sure that I take a few vials of my blood before you put the uh, my arm back on for a few things. Uh, I'm sorry. So when when you say a few vials of your blood, do you mean you need a few vials of your blood or you need us to save a few vials of your blood? I suppose both of them. I need you to, you need to put them into vials and then give them to me so I can have them. If that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. I was worried you you were asking for your own Blood. We don't store individual kindred's blood at, at the hospital. I know that rumor's been going around, but... Oh, no, I just mean just squeeze it out and put it in vials. <laughs> and, like, I'll tell you what she is thinking, because it's what I'm thinking. It's just She's just imagining a juicer, like a little, like, half-lime juicer with an arm. Um, and she just goes, yeah, okie-dokie. Hey, listen, um, would you mind... Uh, going over there and talking to uh so um you see that gentleman right there and uh you look over and um there's a guy who is um just like doing that stupid knee tap hammer uh on uh like a, a kindred's knee and the kindred is just staring at him with utter contempt and possibly just a little bit of hunger um and he keeps saying like does that hurt how about now uh and she says uh listen um if you could just uh, go over there, um, uh, that that gentleman's name his name is Eric Tripp, and he's um, he's the best and brightest DeSantis has to offer. So why don't you go ask him? Because I bet he could just he's got some great ideas kicking around uh, that noggin, and like he he looks like a, a squatter John Malkovich. Um, so like if you just like you know mm-hmm. squished him a little bit, um, and uh, he he hearing his name just turns and gives like an enthusiastic thumbs up <laughs> while holding the little uh, hammer, um, and then uh, goes back to to tapping, um, and uh, Sammy just kind of nods at you and says, um, "But uh, uh, whatever you need, deputy, f- for the department, right?" Of course, definitely not for my own gain. She absolutely picks up on that, but does not want to investigate further. She's pretty good with that just being that. Um, and so um, smiling and, and nodding politely, um, she watches as you, um, I assume, like, clamber over uh, everyone else in there. If it, or, or would you, like, would you try and, like, politely make your way over to go talk to Eric Tripp? Or would you just kind of, like, barrel through the middle? She's not a barreler. No. Okay. I feel like she glides kind of everywhere. Um, uh, okay, that's amazing. So as the like ambulance is like taking turns, you're like moving very elegantly and just get like fucking full body tossed across the ambulance. You like slam into a rack of things, um, but then the just rise. on her hat kind of are just going crazy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're soaked in blood from everything that happened earlier, but then just rising politely and beginning the, the glide again until the next corner. Um, I think it's just an, an awkward, like, it's, it's, it's just like stand, reset, go, knock over, stand, reset, go. Um, and um, you then proceed to uh, uh, explain in very graphic detail to uh, Eric Tripp, um, outclassed paramedic, uh, exactly what you need. Uh, it will haunt him for the rest of his days. 
Hey friends, it's Ryan. That's right, real Ryan, not just the character I play in this show. And I'm here to invite you to help us make even more shows. Currently, we make more shows than I want to talk about. There are actually eight different series that we have on an ongoing basis. Soon it's going to be nine, spoiler alert, but we need your assistance to be able to make that happen. You can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash dice. You can get behind the scenes info. You can be a part of our Discord. You can add your own NPC. You can even produce a show if you want to dive all the way in there. So whatever you want to have happen, we can make happen at patreon.com slash dice. Please come join your fellow snarfs. It's a snarfolution. Meanwhile, um, <laughs> Everett, you come to um, in the back of an ambulance. Am I secured at all to the gurney? Uh, you absolutely are. Okay, um, because the last thing I remember was Mortal Kombat. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I had Jolt awake uh, testing the, 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 the tensile strength of these restraints. Uh, before I realize what's what's going on. Yeah, you just have um, uh, mm-hmm. you kind of like spike up, and um, there's a, just sort of a, a Charlie Day esque face um, staring down at you, uh, just yelling, "It's okay! It's okay! It's okay! You're fine! It's okay! You're fine! It's really okay!" Okay, so that's not helping Everett. He his eyes are <laughs> wild. He's like his hand is just opening and closing, reaching for trying to reach for his gun. Um, um, yeah, the restraints are definitely not great. So, like, yeah. they're like bending and snapping, and um, you you just hear like a, a voice, but ah, uh, he's getting out. Um, and uh, <laughs> this guy just runs his hands back through his hair. He's wearing um, like paramedics gloves, though. Well, so, like, they just kind of get stuck, <laughs> and like they, they flip through, yeah. and, um, and just with like tangled hands, um, he just starts patting you on either side of the face in what is meant to be a comforting gesture. You're like, no, 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 no danger. There's no danger. There's no danger, man. Uh, I, I think, I think given that the restraints are holding me, that that just gives me no other choice, but to like kind of lock in on this person actually speaking words. And the way they're being spoken is still very concerning, but they're saying mm. there's no danger and that it's okay. So I think Everett relax, relaxes is not the right word, <laughs> but dials back uh, his intensity uh, and tries to collect his thoughts. Where am I? Oh, uh, well, you're not in danger. That's the first thing to know. And it's very important. It's very Where important. am I? Who are you? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, well, uh, my name is uh, is uh, James Bezos. Uh, no relation. I know what you're thinking. I don't want to hear it because I hear it enough, um, but no relation. And you are at, um, Steve, where are we? Um, and Steve, like, pulling your restraints, just kind of looks up and goes back to the restraints. And uh, James just kind of, like, again, like, tries to run his hands through his hair. They kind of get stuck. And he said, I don't know what street we're on, okay? I don't know because Steve isn't telling me. I've been looking at you trying to make sure you don't panic. But we're somewhere in a town called New Haven. And New Haven. Do you Everett, know New just, Haven? Just from Everett's, like, life experience as a cop and stuff like that, he puts it together himself because this James guy is not helping. He's like, Ambulance, okay. Well, yeah, obviously, ambulance. yeah, yeah. What, what happened? Is everyone all right? I, I, I no. I mean, uh, uh, Kane Raziel is just fucking 
splattered all over the place. So, like, I don't know what the Brewjaw guys are going to do, but, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of fucked up. You know, like, they're, they're whole, like, blah. So, no, they're not great. And I saw this, like, little girl person with an arm missing. And so I don't know what she's going to do about her arm. And there's just, like, a bunch of dead people. I don't even know who they And, like, anyway, no. So, no, not a lot of people aren't okay. James, I'm, I'm going to need you to uh, calm down. And take take a breath with me, right? I'm I'm feeling very anxious. I need you to help me calm oh, down. Oh, okay, I, yeah. Just you gotta calm down. I need you to to calm yourself down uh, as well. Can you do that for Wait, me, James? No, uh, look, uh, look, sheriff. I'm calm. Okay, it's just I'm not supposed to be working today, so I did a bunch of coke. Um, oh my God, oh, but I'm doing my God. best to keep you and me calm together. So like, oh my God. <sighs> Everett's like craning his head now. It's like, Steve, there, there was mention of a Steve. Can I talk to Steve? No, I'm the senior paramedic in this ambulance. Don't, well, don't I'm the shut sheriff. the fuck up, Steve. Oh, oh I, I know, but you're my patient right now. So that means I'm your boss, kind of. Okay, you want to talk to Steve? Steve, he wants to talk to you. Make sure you calm him down. He can't freak out on us. Um, and a very timid uh, man kind of like uh, peeks up <laughs> from from your restraints. Um, and this is definitely like, uh, you know, like a lot of people in hospital have to be like pretty fit and like need to be ready at all times. Uh, this is not one of those people. Um, he's just like an Ichabod crane, like fucking broomstick of a man. Um, and uh, he just kind of uh, looks up uh, at you and just says, um, yeah, yes. Steve, hi. Hello. Can Sheriff. you please uh, calmly uh, explain to me what has happened tonight? <laughs> uh, okay, well, um, a number of us who normally aren't on duty were, 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 were we were called. Um, there was a, a call is not necessarily you the were, correct term. You were term. called to DeSantis Elementary, yes? Yes, but it actually came through after our WhatsApp group. Um, after, after you arrived at you know what? Okay, okay. Uh, just con <clears throat> context is important, Sheriff. If you uh, wanted to know what happened today, you, you need to know. Okay, so we arrived at, at, at the school and we were told that there was um, some violence that had occurred. And that is what we found. There were a lot of dead people. Um, and and you were were in the... Um, um, the um, the sleepy vampire thing. Um, I'm, I'm, oh, forgive me, kin kindred thing that that your your people do. Um, but uh, yes, we 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 talked to the other deputies, and um, one of them I believe is riding with our colleagues, uh, and um, the other two I believe are on en route as well to the hospital. All um, of my my deputies are alive. Uh, yes, one of them All is right. uh, short an arm. But I understand that is or isn't a problem for. Hmm. In I, any I case, she's know. in good she... spirits. Well, all right, that sounds about right. There was no one there claiming to be uh, the herald of Lilith, uh, an ancient-looking vampire by the name of Esme. You, you, you'll have to forgive me. We were told you were very important, so I didn't ask any questions. Um, but it wasn't, but, and then like uh, James just cuts in. He's like, 
Wait, old, like old looking? Like, yeah. No, but I definitely saw this deputy guy just step in something that will look like it was wearing like serious beads and shit and was like, looked like a fucking Tim Burton character. Is, is that who you're talking about? Uh, beads sounds right. I don't know who Tim Burton is, but uh, he's a very famous film director. I don't want to talk did Planet to of the Apes. Anymore, Steve, Steve, help me out here. <laughs> to be fair to, to Sheriff Fry, that is the worst Planet of the Apes. Um, yes, uh, I, I, we we did see some rather fancy looking gear. I, I believe one of your deputies um, dispatched. The, the the person rather brutally. I hope they were not All a right. friend of yours. If no, so, no, my that's, condolences. That's good. Uh, you mentioned some casualties. Uh, Kane Kane Raziel is is dead. Uh, yes, very much so. The uh, and he like he, he glares. That. He does like a gym take to you before glaring at uh, James. But he says the Bruha. Clan leader was was unfortunately uh, yeah, killed. It, it would seem it is Brewhall, James. If you were uh, yeah, okay, that wrong. look, there's a lot of terminology to no, learn. Man. Look, okay, this ain't a tomato tomato thing. I'm pretty sure if you say brew jaw in front of a brewhall, you're gonna have a hole in your chest, <laughs> the shape of a fist. Okay, you, you know, to- as a, as a guy with the last name Bezos, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I understand you put it in terms that I can understand, and I appreciate that. Are you calm now? Yes, thank you. Uh, besides Kane, I, I remember that. I was awake for that. Uh, any other casualties? Um, I believe there were, other than the witches. Um, did we lose uh, friends who, who were present for this event? Um, this is more just ever doing his cop thing of like, I'm pretty I was sure in charge we of saved keeping people else. safe. Yeah, I don't. I, sure I don't think done. anyone else died. It was anyone just the like, yeah. yeah. So it was it was purely the the witches. What about the other frenzied vampires? Did you they manage to put into they torpor? Into torpor. Great. Yeah. Okay. Like Phenomenal. Lorcan, Eric, Cost, yep. They were all didn't. Yeah. All right. So no then, uh, so basically, uh, the um, uh, the paramedics uh, and the storyteller um, are both kind of a, under the impression that a bunch of people must have died because the idea of like attack witches doesn't really make any sense. All they saw were a bunch of dead kindred and they didn't know one for t'other. Um, so Everett, after asking a few questions, you're able to ascertain um, that uh, from the sounds of things after you went down, uh, so did Esme. Um, okay. So it, it, it worked out about as well as it could. Um, the general sense you get both from, uh, uh, Bezos's um, uh, ramblings and Steve's kind of weird interjections. Um, it uh, it sounds as though um, not much has transpired uh, since you went down. Um, it very much sounds like the cleanup crew showed up and like dragged everyone the fuck out of there, which makes sense. Um, you've seen, um, unfortunately, uh, particularly when you were uh, tracking uh, your serial killer back in the day. Um, You've seen massacres before, like you—you you know, kind of what police procedure would be in one of these situations. And um, as stressed as you are about all this, there is kind of a certain comfort to the fact that, like, even here, procedure is procedure. Um, that at least one thing in this town kind of operates the way you'd imagine 
It should. Okay. Yeah. Um, but um, they also unstrap you. Um, you're incredibly weak. Um, you're and obviously very injured. So they hungry still. Well, they so they've been sort of like drip feeding you blood to kind of bring you out of torpor. But yeah, you're you're pretty hungry. You can think of it okay. kind of as like if you're super dehydrated and you finally get like a small glass of water, your body's like, oh, thank God, something. But it's not enough to make you feel better. It's just enough to, to right. kind of bring you bring you forward. So um, I think they loosen the straps. They don't necessarily fully unstrap you. They are two mortals riding the back with a, a hungry vampire. They don't know your deal. Um, so, um, but you do, you're a little bit more comfortable at least. And I think Everett, you're finally able to just kind of actually relax for a moment. Not in like a, ha, huh, what a nice day. But in a like, your body's just relax fucking my muscles done. for a bit. Yeah, yeah, and you know, even though everything kind of went to shit, there is a comfort in the fact that even when everything went completely sideways, that everyone still came out of it. Um, I think you're a little taken aback at uh, how much concern you have for for the deputies, uh, given that you know you ha- you came here with a very clear goal. Um, your real concern is Ridley and what he's doing, um, but the fact that. New Haven and these deputies represent to you a lot of um, the life you'd lost. Um, even though it's in a much different mode, even though it's in a world you hate, there's something nice, just the idea of like the people under your command didn't die um, right. today. <laughs> it's going to be a long show. So Big old like, caveat. Yeah. Um, okay. What, uh, what's going through your mind as you, you kind of settle back into the, the stretcher and kind of let, let uh, the medical, I mean, fully understand that James is still yelling shit at you this whole time, <laughs> but you just managed to kind of tune him out. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I, it's downtime. It's time to start building a, a case. Um, I don't think we've seen the last of the children of Lilith. Um, so there's an investigation that needs to be started. Um, and I think he's just kind of trying to piece things together mentally. Um, obviously, um DeSantis Elementary is a crime scene um and has has been the case now two nights in a row basically um we're at the scene of the crime <laughs> during the crime and unfortunately Yay. the sun rises and the crime scene has to be investigated by the daylight um shift uh, so he's also thinking about wanting to speak to Officer Bart and and that kind of thing. Gotcha. Uh, it's also worth noting um, you do have a, a lingering stain. Um, so though you feel uh, better uh, now slightly, um, that uh, that lingering fear, um, particularly over how you've acted the past few days um, is, is never far from your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So though your, your body kind of gives way um, and rests with big old air quotes around it, uh, your mind uh, is as ever uh, slightly troubled. Um, at which point um, the uh, you hear uh, James just kind of go, Oh, Oh, Oh shit. Okay. Everyone, everyone be cool. Be cool. We're all cool. Right. We're all cool. We're all cool. We're all calm. We're calm. Um, and he just uh, grins at you as um, the uh, the ambulance uh, pulls up to a sharp halt. Uh, and uh, you find yourself returned, injured, but alive, and more importantly, awake at DeSantis Medical. 
This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Lori Elizabeth at E.L. Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and our show log was created by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M R K R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J A H Z Z A R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, the half-blind prophet. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby. One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield. Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.